The date is Tuesday, September 28th, 2021, and this weekend Modern returns for Season 2, Innistrad Midnight Hunt. I am Mean Mono Green of Lanwar, let's get to the Modern Headline. I am so very excited to return with another season of coverage of the Modern Format, and with a few large paper tournaments on the horizon, it's possible we'll have some intense competition to see. For now, we'll be covering the metagame as it's been evolving, followed by this week's prelim results, then coverage of the weekend's challenges, some fun from the five O's, and, of course, new coverage of this season's Trophy Tussle. And a reminder before we continue that all the deck lists and links to the tournaments mentioned can be found in the show notes, accessible in the video description on your YouTube video or in the podcast description of your podcast player. I'd also like to remind you this time that if you like something that we do on this show, make sure you hit that like button here on YouTube and leave us a comment for anything that you think we can improve on. Let's get to it. Last week, Midnight Hunt went live on Magic Online, and multiple new archetypes rose to the level of competitive success right off the bat. Powered by Faithful Mending, both Jeskai Phoenix and Esper Reanimator made the top 8 of the Saturday challenge immediately following the release in the hands of streamers Aspiring Spike and Spider Space, respectively. Since then, Cave Dan of the Faithless Brewing Podcast has been campaigning for the adoption and usage of otherworldly gaze in Phoenix decks, putting out staggering records in leagues with a number of tweaks from the Aspiring Spike build, leaning into Ox of Agonis and Murktide Regent rather than Demilich. Both of these decks also took advantage of the inclusion of Consider to the format, but they're not the only ones to take advantage of this significantly upgraded opt, with it showing up across the board. Spoiler, it's one of the most commonly used cards of trophy leader Jacob the Pensword Comiskey. Can Esper Reanimator or Jeskai Phoenix break into the seemingly stable tier 1 spot in the metagame, which is shared by the six titans of the post-MH2 season? Living End and Rhinos, Hammer Time and Blue-Red Murktide, and Jun Sagavan and Blue-White Control. After recently settling into a solid Tier 2 slot, Elementals seem to have found some new life this week with the highest number of prelim finishes recorded, with Blue-White Control and Burn following closely behind the other established Tier 1 decks Hammer Time and Blue-Red Murktide which are also trailing along with Yogmoth Combo, which is evolving in some new directions with its creature Silver Bullet package. Player Boucha was spotted playing a Yogmoth deck, splashing a single red card in the sideboard, Magus of the Moon, and white in the form of Crime Punishment. Grinder and competitor Darth Kid put out a sick 4-0 finish on Neo Hoof Affinity featuring the one-two punch combo of Neoform of any of the seven drops, either Sojourner's Companion or Thought Monitor, which are Neoformed into a Craterhoof Behemoth to take down your opponent with your swarm of Memnites, Ornithopters, and Frogmites heading into the end zone with a tremendous Alpha Strike. But this deck's tricks don't stop there with a post-board Grizzlebrand Hookhands, the Demon Lord of Innistrad, coming out of the sideboard, as well as copies of Dispatch, Shaper Sanctuary, and Nyx. The split of decks here was suspiciously absent of Cascade variants, perhaps due to Gabriel Yellowhat Nassif taking down the previous Saturday challenge with Living End. But with these trends continue into this weekend's challenges, 
the Saturday challenge, of course, which was going to be a showcase. This Week in Modern presents Challenge Recaps. The Saturday Showcase Challenge attracted 265 modern lovers, leavers, grinders, and believers who took to this massive nine-round Swiss, with many of the top major streamers participating. Doomwake, Aspiring Spike, Canister, Yellow Hat, and more. The top eight contained a murderer's row of players and was taken down by Jund Sagavan in the hands of Mark Stanton, who snuck into the top eight as the only 7-2 record, then prevailed over continuing Bridesmaid Hammer Time, which was played by Amplumox. Even with the release of Midnight Hunt, it seems Hammer Time is the best in the format at finals appearances, and on par with every other archetype with challenge wins. In third fourth, we see absent from prelims, but always lurking, Living End, and the story of the showcase, Boros Burn. Boros Burn in third by RVNG also showed up in fifth and seventh. And Cascade Rhinos and Etron by Master Mateus F34 were also in attendance in your top eight. Hammer Time appeared a total of six times in the top 32, including ninth place. And that player was also followed up by the single copy of Green Tron in 10th. Bamzing MTG, the greatest modern journalist of our age, had his finger on the pulse of the meta, finishing up in 14th place on Elementals alongside another Elementals player who was in 11th place. Elementals was the second highest appearing deck in this top 32 alongside Burn. The rest of the top 32 was mainly dominated by one-ofs, including trophy champion of the last two seasons, Y Principe, in 17th place on Mardu Luris Midrange, Bolivo in 24th place on the oft-unseen Amulet Titan, and a 26th place appearance by Miko GK playing Wafotapa's Twist on Esper Reanimator, and Humans in 32nd place playing three copies of Ragavan the Nimble Pilferer. And the Sunday challenge had a serious head scratcher of a winner, player B Money 3 Stacks taking down the whole 82 player enchilada with a deck titled by its creator as Sky Noodle Midrange. And what a pile of value it is with Ice Fang Kotal, Eternal Witness, Omnath, and Pitch Elementals Fury and Solitude getting extra value out of Ephemerate, Expressive Iteration, Counterspell, Prismatic Ending, and Lightning Bolt. Ren 6, Utopia Sprawl, and Abundant Growth allow for an aggressively low land count, and two copies of Titania, Protector of Argoth, for what can only be explained as reasons. Blue Red Murktide took second, and Living End and Jun Sagavan took third and fourth, respectively. Newcomer to the successful competitive scene, Domain Zoo, managed to crack the top eight again in eighth place, played by Guillote, with established decks Hammer Time, and Red White Burn also showing up strong. And finally, Mill in its blue-black version. Mill has been courting the title of being accepted as part of the modern competitive scene for months now. And we'll see if the tone of modern discourse is ready to accept Mill into the ranks of decks that are regularly prepared for, or if it's still treated as a tier two upstart. Meanwhile, outside the top eight, Hardened Scales made a nice ninth place appearance, Currivore continues to find success with his 80-card Urian pile uh, with the 14th place. And finally, 4-Color Creativity found its way into the top 32 again, 
with player Canny MTG playing the list that made a prelim appearance earlier in the week in the hands of longtime creativity player Ting Feng Wan. He's been bringing sexy back in the form of Jace the Mind Sculptor. The early success of Faithful Mending in Esper Reanimator and Jeskai Phoenix seems to have been short-lived, but perhaps it's just a momentary overcompensation of the metagame with an onslaught of powerful graveyard hate being brought to bear against these upstarts. Time will tell, but the general competitive diversity of Modern appears to continue, with the top dogs tearing aggressively to each other and leaving space to be exploited by crazy decks like the Sunday Challenge winner from time to time. For now, it's time to check in on the rich deposits of the 5-0 dumps where the spice must flow. Yes, the modern 5-0s, for those who are unaware, is a place where a player need only take the deck through a league with a record of 5-0 to get shown here. This leads to a group of decks that range from competitive to neat to downright baffling. So let's take a look. Eljex and Respect the Cat have made appearances on blue-white and mono-white versions of humans decks with Lurus in the sideboard. The blue-white version featuring more protection and disruption in the form of Meddling Mage and Unsettled Mariner, and the mono-white version playing newly minted mythic Intrepid Adversary and Urza's Saga to have a grindy and wide mid-game. Player Jidin got a posting with a 4x Mox Amber build of Thopter Sword, featuring Emery and Psy Master Thopterist. A black-red twist on Grief Blade with Undying Evil and Malakir Rebirth being used on Fury and Grief got the posting played by Dogfish. With the quick advantage to be gained with early game Ragavan and disruption from Fulminator Mage, this deck looks like a new contender for potentially miserable matches on the other side of the table in the leagues. Hot off its win of GP Dallas Fort Worth 2016, Scred Red is here with a posting, featuring a few cards different from that outstanding list. Still, with that spirit of wild cards, we get to see an appearance of Chandra's Regulator, Scrying Sheets, and Chandra Acolyte of Flame. Aspiring Spike's success over the weekend and early week inspired this posting by Bench Summer. Blue-white Urza Blade mid-range, eschewing the combo elements of Thopter Foundry and Sword of the Meek and opting instead to win the game with Construct Tokens and Cauldra Complete. Dr. Combo Arun Jiggywiggy Singh has been working for weeks on Blue-Red Grinding Breach featuring Urza Saga and Dragon's Rage Channeler, and finally got a trophy with a slick-looking, mind-melting list. You may think that 61 cards or 4 copies of Mox Amber might not work with only 4 legends in the deck, but anyone without a PhD in degenerate combos is someone whose chops and perseverance are worthy of your respect. Streamer Doomwake has been working on a variety of zombie shells with some of the new cards from Innistrad, and managed a posting with Black-Red Zombardment, looking slick with Jadar, Ghoul Caller of Nephalia, and Adventures in the Forgotten Realms, Shambling Ghast, but no copies of Rookie Hopeful, Champion of the Perished. Wafo Tapa continues to be an amazing innovator with a White, Blue, Black, Red re Indomitable Creativity Reanimator deck featuring four Archon of Cruelty, alongside both the Dwarven Mine mana base and persist and unburial rights to reanimate them, with Faithful Mending and Nahiri the Harbinger providing ways to dump the Archons into the graveyard. Wow. But many more decks made appearances, including Oops All Spells, 
multiple decks featuring Stoneforge Mystic in recently unseen ways, many varieties of Zoo, Teamer Reclamation, and Sultai Teachings Reclamation, Boomer Jund 2.0, and so many more. But for now, let us turn our attention to the new Trophy Tussle and see if any familiar names pop up or if we have a brand new field of competitors galvanized by last season's excitement. This Week in Modern presents the Trophy Tussle. As a reminder, the last season was taken down by two-time trophy champion Y Principe, who prevailed in the end over Aspiring Spike with a 44-42 final record. And the competition for the new trophy later is in full swing, with many players coming out of the gates strong, including recently returned to Magic Blue Moon Innovator Jacob the Pensword Comiskey. As of last Tuesday, just shy of a week into the season, Jacob had racked up six trophies, but hot on his heels was third place from last season and recipient of prizes from This Week in Modern, the Tunneling Cat. In the week since then, the top two have started to pull away from the rest of the pack, in this case, very early, with Jacob and not the Tunneling Cat, but newcomer Capoeira 02 at 10 and 9 trophies respectively. And the rest of the pack is now at 6 or below. The Pen Sword returned several weeks ago and effortlessly put up trophies on Blue Red Murktide and other Blue Red variations, before returning to his favorite archetype, Blue Moon a blue-based control deck with a mixture of supporting tempo and control elements, the haymaker of Blood Moon, depending on the version. He's a tireless innovator whose experiments have included a Murktide free version playing Snapcaster and Dragon's Rage Channeler, versions with four each of Fury and Subtlety, and more. And you can watch him live on his stream at twitch.com slash Jacob Meanwhile, little is known about competitor Capoeira 02 at this time. They've managed two 5-0 postings in the last two weeks on Cascade Rhinos and Bant Spirits, so a tempo player of some kind, to be sure. And currently tied at six trophies, we have Glesiano, Devin Doomwake O'Donnell, The Tunneling Cat, and Bomberman 99. But there's plenty of time remaining with six weeks left in this trophy season. So if you want to get into the mix, get into the groove, it's time to get moving and win those trophies. This Week in Modern is currently working on how we might be able to provide some great prize support for the top five of the trophy board. And potentially those who show consistent results in the modern challenges. And we'll certainly let you know when we've worked it out. Well, that about does it for all the modern news fit to be reported for this week. But if you've got a modern deck or story that you want to share with us, please feel free to tweet me at twimmtg at twitter.com or email us at thisweekinmodern at gmail.com. For now, this is Mean Mono Green of Lanwar wishing you the best of top decks and the best of luck.